Well, hello. We're back for episode two of season two of the Talking Shot Football Podcast, and I'm your host, Matthew Matera. My guest this week will be none other than Chicago resident Dominic Delfino. Him and his beautiful wife, Katie, just welcomed in a baby girl into this world in June of 2021. She's three months old. They've got a lot on their plate these days. You know, we're going to talk football for about 10, 15 minutes, and then we're going to switch gears to all kinds of topics. I like to do that. We'll probably hit the Warriors this week, as Dom and I are both big fans of the Golden State Warriors, and they've had a lot of offseason moves. We have Clay Thompson coming back from injury, maybe around Christmas time. The season's about to kick off in about a month, so we're really excited. I'll be really excited to talk hoops with Dom and a bunch of other stuff. That's sort of the structure here, and without further ado, let's get this week started. Welcome. Football pod. Your host, Matthew Matera. Football in the States is my specialty. That's how we did this show. Right. Tampa Bay is an excellent, excellent football team. You ready to let the dogs out? You think it's so funny, huh? Funny how? I'm really trying to sort of keep it together and be like cool about this. They kick the ball off to you, you get the ball. You run with the ball, they tackle you. A lot has been made about the great running backs, the New York Giants. So many good things have been happening. Let us begin. Congrats to you and Katie on welcoming in a child into this world in June, right? In June, uh, May 29th, so almost June. Okay. Yeah, we're close. First, first two people on the podcast this year have been the two dads in our league. Wait, who else is a dad? Andrew Lamb. Oh, I did not know that. I, I, yeah. I must, he must have not, um, he must not post on his Instagram anymore or he unfollowed me or something like that i he's like deathly quiet online nowadays like he used to be pretty active then he got married i i know this is recorded so i don't want to say too much <laughs> it's okay he didn't mention you when he was talking about who would win the various things last week like who would win a go-kart race for first pick who would who would win the 40-yard dash who would win a beer pong contest you your name never came up even in consideration so i wouldn't feel too bad about talking trash yeah yeah that's that's fair. I mean, I did, I did hit world. What was it? Beer die world or world cup of beer die never played before and came in fourth. I think it was. Oh, but beer die. Yeah. In the park. But, but Jay Scal will say he carried the team, which isn't he's, wrong. But. He's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty good. Um, how's your, uh, how's your puppy like adopting to life with a baby in the house? Like, are you still, is he's, is it poppy? It's still getting I, enough love. I have, attention? Two, dogs. I have two dogs. Okay. Yeah, so I got one during COVID last year. Um, that's a one-year-old, and then Poppy's three. They're both they're both in a good spot. They they uh, sniff around. They sniffed around at first, and now they're now they're in a good spot. So, yeah, it's it's been a good adjustment for them. Really good adjustment. Yeah. So your team name is Annie's College Fund. So I see where you got the name. You're using her future funds to pay for your fantasy football. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Or, you know, enhance what's in that fund. So either way, it's going into the fund. Coming from it, yeah, sorry all those who gave us cash as a gift. Um, it's going to this year's league. Um, but yes, yeah, it's it's twofold, right? You know, she's she's really, my, my skills in fantasy football are really going to, you know, either make or break her uh, her whole future. So Yeah, I mean, Pre being married and pre having a daughter, you won in 2014, you won in 2017, you were really close in 2019. So maybe yeah. you are going to build 
build the funds a little bit, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Last year and this year wasn't off to a great start. I, I got close this last week, but uh, yeah, we'll see tonight. I, I got I got one guy in the lineup tonight on Thursday, so we'll we'll see how that goes. I did call them their former name, not the Washington football team today, so it's not a good <laughs> not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, when are they going to change that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, see, like the uh, Washington football team should eventually come up with like a name at some point. I mean, football team made the final cut. I think there's like five left, and I think they kept football team in the mix. So who knows? <laughs> you drafted Dalvin Cook second overall. Still feeling good about that pick. What was your <clears throat> mentality there? So my biggest issue with this year is I, I really messed up, and I joined too many leagues, and everyone wanted their fantasy draft either on Tuesday or Wednesday. So I was double drafting during our draft, mm. and I was drafting in a one point per reception league and it was I, I mean my boards were all mixed up so it wasn't a great look on my end and Dalvin Cook was always gonna be my number two PPR or not PPR um, but I think it just got like later on in the draft I kind of went for like the pass catching running backs which is like yeah maybe not the best move so there, there's a lot of my lineup where I looked at it afterwards and I'm like oof, man this would have been a great PPR team <laughs> <laughs> So I have a strategy question for you. So I, I lost Mostert obviously on Sunday, which is a bummer for you too, as a Niners fan. But so do you think, yeah, do you think Monday night I should have perhaps sat Waller to ensure that I came in last place? That way I could pick up Elijah Mitchell. Even considering the fact that I would have had to pay the low score, but maybe it would have been worth it to add Mitchell to the team or is he just going to be a couple weeks maybe decent value and then they'll move on to somebody else because he was a six-round draft pick as I understand right yeah six-round draft pick Trey Sermon was drafted ahead of him I mean you're in Shanahan always changes like mid-season depending on who's doing well he rides the hot hand Tom Mostert got his looks injuries happen always for some reason with the Niners so to be honest I don't know if you needed to do it I mean Mitchell was the hot sexy pickup this weekend, but or this week, I I I don't think I would have done it. I, I would have played the cards right, like let it naturally fall to me. Um, that said, though, I'm looking at Danny's team and like I don't know how his team did so bad last week, but damn, it's a solid lineup now for him. Good, good for him. Damn. Yeah, Danny yeah. Kale's team does look pretty pretty decent. Damn. Speaking of which, as a Niners fan, what do you think about the team this year? Obviously, they got a lot. You know, last year a bunch of their salary was on injury reserve so it was really tough but this year they come back I mean they drafted a quarterback pretty high um I mean first question is like who is going to be their starting quarterback come playoff time I think it'll still be Garoppolo I have his jersey so it's not going out of style you're biased yeah exactly (laughs) exactly but yeah I I think I think he's I think he sticks it out I know I know you get all the fantasy pundits saying he's not going to but I have a feeling he'll be there he, he's he's looking solid like if he doesn't stay if he stays healthy he's going to be a w- game-winning quarterback like he wins games it's like the Alex Smith world but he's got a little bit more panache than Alex Smith did and that's why I think he's just he's a better version of Alex Smith as far as like game manager gets the gets the passes done has a good relationship with his receivers Trey, Trey Lance is like another year away from building that rapport I think with Debo Ayuk all these other guys so we'll see yeah but I think it's Garoppolo, and I think he takes him to, takes us to the Super Bowl again. 
I like how they got Trey a couple touches though this last week. I mean, it's nice to see him getting in there and just like getting in games, right? I mean, that's super helpful. And he's not going to be territorial about um, you know, oh, I have to be the starting quarterback. Some, you know, some guys are like that, but yeah, I mean, I, I you know, here in Chicago, Bears fans, like they're just like, get rid of Dalton already. Like, let's just get fields in there. Cause he, he got a couple snaps and he, you know, everyone's just like, Oh, he looks good. And it's like, well, yeah. I mean, rookie quarterbacks, like, look at, look at what's his name in Jacksonville. It's, it's tough. Like if you don't have a good team, like it could look really bad and just shoot your confidence, do that whole thing where you become like a uh, Josh Rosen as a great example. It's like, dude, got in there and just yeah. the bed and his whole career is pretty much in that position. So I don't know. It, it's, it's a tough call. I, I think, I think they did it right. They're like, let's just, let's give them some reps. Like we'll throw in some packages, scare people. It's kind of like how Lamar and Joe Flacco traded, traded off early on in uh, Lamar Jackson's career. In Balt- yeah. yeah. They did that. But then I think Lamar Jackson ended up taking over, but you know, maybe, maybe it doesn't go that way. I, d- I believe in Jimmy. I've always believed in Jimmy. He just can't stay on the field. The when he, well, I guess, what was that when he first started? Didn't he start like five and zero, six and zero that first season when he first yeah. showed up? I mean, his first, I, yeah, he did that, and he was three and zero as a Patriots quarterback. So it's like the guy started his career hot. And yeah. if you look at his win percentage as a starting quarterback, it's Still probably the best in the league. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I mean, I don't know what people complain about always, but I get it. I mean, I get what people complain about, but I'm still like, guy wins games. Can't knock him for that. It can't all be Justin Herbert, right? <laughs> all right. So how's Stanford looking this season? Unranked thus far, lost opening week to Kansas State, bounced back to beat USC. Yeah, Kansas State, I mean, that team's not going to look as good as they were on opening night because they lost their quarterback last week. They were a pretty solid team. We were doing the quarterback shuffle. Shaw gave our senior QB a chance to win the job, didn't win it. And then now we have our sophomore quarterback Tyler McKee as starter little fact about him they keep saying this on the broadcast quarterbacks ahead of him in his draft class he went on a Mormon missionary so this is technically his only second year uh Justin Fields Trevor Lawrence and uh, JT McDaniel so I mean that guy's in good company he is a stud on the field and our defense is looking pretty solid so yeah I mean we got we got Clay Helton fired so, so that's something about this team. It's it's a good team. I think we're gonna have a good year. I got the Stanford flag flying high here in the suburbs. So yeah, yeah, we'll yeah we try to go to the uh, Berkeley Stanford game maybe this year, but Oregon Stanford might be another good one. I'm not sure if that's home or away. Two weeks, it's at home. Or it's at home, yeah. This week is Vanderbilt. Next week is UCLA. Then it goes Oregon. Like we are slated in the Pac-12. We're playing the top three teams the first three games of the Pac-12. So we'll know early if we're gonna make it. Um, into the postseason, a deep run into the postseason. So, do you make yeah. trips back still living in Chicago nowadays? I mean, yeah. obviously, this year's tough, but yeah, this year's tough. I mean, when we first moved, yeah, I we didn't make a move. We play Notre Dame every other year out here. We play them every year. So, I was like, last year I was going to go to the Notre Dame game, but I don't, I don't think it was an option to be able to go to that game. Or I don't think we played them actually. We might have canceled that game, but yeah, I think I'll just stay out here for the Notre Dame games. Cause it's only a three hour drive from Chicago. Another uh, story going on with your alumnus Stanford uh, non-football related Elizabeth Holmes in the news recently. She's just uh, been going to trial every day in San Jose, nine counts of wire fraud, two counts of conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Um, <laughs> Podcast. Are you kidding me? You're just bringing up all the, all the relevant news here. 
Yeah, I, I uh, that's, you know, we will say she did not graduate from Stanford. So let's all. I know. I wanted to say Stanford grad. And I was like, you know, she's yeah. only there for like a year or two. Next that, yeah. Stanford yeah. student, Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. I mean, like, let's be honest. Who gives someone that much money when they didn't even get a degree in like a very technical field? I, yeah, it's very confusing to me. I mean, CS, computer science is one thing because you can do a lot of self-taught stuff, but like, you got to be in a lab to like do what she was trying to do. And if you're only in a lab for what, how long was she there for? Two, three years? That's tough. I watched all the documentaries and I was like, wow, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, my two cents on the Elizabeth Holmes trial, Theranos in general, is that this is not the only instance of a venture-backed portfolio company blowing up and having all these dreams of developing these incredible products and never coming to fruition in the way that they had hoped. Um, most recently, you have, you have Adam Newman with WeWork. You know, other ones with SoftBank are the startup Zoom Pizza, um, which was supposed to bring us pizza to our homes and by, by robots. Uh, you had WAG. Um, several of these companies may have been successes if, you know, they had made different decisions along the way, but ultimately they ended up with failures, not not for lack of trying by these visionary leaders. Um, the difference with Theranos is that they picked an industry in which you can't just fake it till you make it. You actually have to come with a solid product. You can't stick needles in people's arms and test and, and tell them you're testing for something and, um, you know, making up results and uh, you can't mess around with healthcare. Not the first company not the first company to fail, but certainly an interesting one, especially with all the people that really wanted this to succeed. You know, a woman-led startup, uh, female-founded, um, charismatic leader, transforming healthcare, uh, single pinprick, being able to test from home, affordable healthcare. It had all the makings of a really great story if it could have come together, and it didn't. And here we are with... Uh, a woman on trial, um, her father-in-law standing outside the courthouse, pretending he's somebody else, giving quotes to journalists, um, all the fun stuff that you get with these, with these newsworthy trials. So curious to hear your thoughts. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's, there's been quite a few out of, uh, yeah, quite a few tech companies. The one I, that comes to mind for me was, uh, it was one when I was at Stanford, it was a mobile payment app called Clinkle. And I actually think they ended up releasing a product. I don't know if you ever heard of that one. No. But yeah, Lucas Dunlap. If you ever want to look up that one, that was the first like, where's the product type of a company that I ever heard of. And then <laughs> then it got trumped by all the money that we work and Elizabeth Holmes raised. This guy ended up getting like, I want to say it was like 10 or 20 mil without having a product. It was all concept and idea and like never really executed on the concept or idea. But still ended up, I think, I think the company still exists, maybe, or... What like, were they trying to build? What was the product supposed to be, like, in theory? Supposedly, it was a mobile payment through, like, sound waves through your phone. Oh, so it okay. Was mobile payment, but it was just, like, you know, through a different medium. And at the time, it was 2010, 11, or whatever it was, 12. And, you know, you didn't have, like, Apple Pay yet. So it was very, like, forward-thinking. And, like, I think everyone was like, oh, yeah, this makes total sense. Like, you're going to get rid of cash, which ended up happening anyways through all these other mediums but yeah that that was the uh that was the big one um yeah i'm looking it up right now it doesn't look like it actually ended up getting off the ground but yeah that, people are pretty fascinated the by these types of stories i mean even think about like fire festival is similar right like we're gonna yeah. put on this 
this festival in the Bahamas and rent this private island and uh, you know try to bring all these acts in and uh, didn't really didn't really pan. I out. mean, I'm I'm in I'm in tech sales. I, I sell the construction industry, and it's I always <laughs> tell people I'm like go use the software because like yeah we always run across people who are like yeah I did this and it burned me sour taste in my mouth. I'm like oh yeah like you got to make sure you use the software before you actually buy anything. And I think a lot of people make rash decisions and yeah, it's pretty typical. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I've, I'm in the world now and I'm glad I work for a company that actually has a product that works. So yeah. Field <laughs> soft or something like that, right? Field, field wire. You want to put that wire. in the, uh, in the tag, all my clients and potential clients can look my name up and the company and be taken to this podcast. So free marketing for you. At least the audio will be better than last year's podcast. <laughs> I tried to listen to last year to like get some show notes and like follow up on some conversations we had and it was like unlistenable. Yeah, it, I, I remember listening to two episodes and I was like, ah, I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, well, we're revamped. We're here to, we're here to stay now, season two. Do you, do you slow it down too? Because that's the only, my biggest thing with podcasts. I listen to not many, but I'm always like, I swear they slow it down because no one talks this slow. And I always have to put it on like 1.2, 1.5 to listen to things. Oh, you're one of those people. I never touch oh, yeah. the multiplier button ever. Really? Uh, I just, some people talk too slow for me. I, I, I'm fast paced. You can tell by the way I'm talking probably too. Yeah. More like, let, let's get it out. Like, let's talk about this. So <laughs> yeah, it's my style. All right. Well, we can't, we can't pass this subject up. We have talked about the Warriors for a second. So do you think, how do you think this team's going to hold up as presently constructed before we even get into the fact that they might have a move out there to make before the trade deadline? Um, you know, te- team's got, team's got a lot more depth than last year's. Um, I'll, I'll say that. So we are better in that regard. Um, Clay's coming back December 25th. That's the timeline right now. I think the team's going to be really good without him. Um, obviously, they're going to be a contender with him. And you get Wiseman another year under his belt. That's going to be great. I think Kaminga right now looks like a steal. So I'm glad he dropped. He'll be like energy off the bench. And then Moody, I think he'll like, they'll give him some time to develop. But we get Andre back too. I think that was big for me. Otto Porter, another good bench ad. Um, I, I don't know. This team, I think it'll be better than last year's. Um, they'll get off to a better start than last year's team. And yeah, I think I think we're looking at, you know, fourth fourth fifth in the western conference i think and then make a good run in the playoffs because once steph curry gets in the playoffs it's game over yeah i did all those points i did all those points i think uh it'll be awesome to get clay back christmas day i think he's gonna miss about 32 games if that's the case which you know it'd be it'd be nice if we were 500 around then i mean just thinking like optimistically um i think one guy you didn't mention that's gonna take a big leap in my mind is jordan Poole. Uh, maybe I'm just biased because I bought a bunch of rookie cards last year, but like, <laughs> I think that guy, um, is just going to have a hell of a season. Like he's a three point sharpshooter. So, yeah, I mean, dude, he came on really strong at the end. Um, I mean, dude, the G league is a phenomenal place for the, for young talent to develop and grow because he went to the G league bubble, came back rock star off the bench, like scoring left and right. And I mean, you got to credit, you got to credit the G League for that. So NBA yeah. is doing something right there. And the Warriors showed some faith in Wiseman over the offseason too. I know a lot of fans had high expectations. He didn't really live up to them. But I mean, when it, the games I was watching, he would always have one play a game where you just like, we're like, wow, we have a guy on our team that can do that. Whether it was like a lob alley-oop or like, you know, <clears throat> going up and grabbing a rebound or something. And, and uh, 
it'll be exciting if he can take another step forward. And we just have to be kind of patient with him. I think at least Bob Myers is being right now. He's a lefty. He's going to be great. Like, let's just leave it at that. I love, yeah, I, I'm a huge Wiseman fan. He gets a lot of, a lot of shit. Um, but I think like, yeah, like you said, there's, it's there. It's just got to be consistent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you remember last year when he, I mean, just talking about, you know, uh, immaturity. Break. Remember when he forgot to take his COVID test over Christmas, uh, over what was it, Christmas break? He forgot to take his COVID test and or All-Star weekend. I'm sorry. All-Star weekend. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that was like the yeah beginning to the end. I remember seeing him fall on his wrist last year and being like, mm, yeah, he's yeah. gone. He's done. Ugh. That was yeah. tough. But I mean, yeah, this year, new year. He's a, and he's a really bright guy. You ever listen to him in interviews, hear him talk? Like he thinks about things the right way, I think. So I'm really hoping, you know, he's what, 18. He was the youngest guy in the draft last year. It's close to it. So guy, guy's got, got a lot of time to grow. And again, Kaminga, really excited about him. Like everyone's like, oh, the Warriors getting the best of both worlds here. Like contender, but also like nice developing young core. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we shall, I think with Wiseman too, I mean, you got Draymond, you know, in his ear all the time, it's going to help with his basketball IQ. The guy's already starting from a place where he's really smart and like focused. And then you add in some of the insights that Draymond can give him. That's going to be really fun to see. And then Iguodala is back. Like you mentioned, that's like, I mean, that's just like the soul of our team coming back. I mean, it's, it's just great. It's another piece that we can add. I'm hoping he gets at least 20 minutes in though. I mean, his, he is on the older side, but Guy takes care of his body, it sounds like, and yeah, he, like, he likes being on the court. Got to pace him. You got to do the same thing you did with, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name, the guy from Australia that would just come back oh, in like Bo- April. Bogut. Yeah, Bogut, the last couple of years, he would just join the team in March. Like, all right, we're going to make a run here, guys, or what? Like, can you, if you could repeat that in Australian accent, maybe. Hey, guys, we're going to make a run here. What? Uh, I don't know if that, I think that was Scottish. I, I, I'd go more Scottish on that accent. That wasn't a good Bogut impression. You tried. You tried. It's probably deeper too. The guy's like seven feet tall. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he's pretty active on Twitter. You ever follow him? You get some good, uh, no. Australian government, uh, bashing, um, <laughs> how they handled the COVID situation there. There's a lot of, he, he's pretty, uh, he's pretty vocal on that, on that regard. Awesome. Not a big Rupert Murdoch fan, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what he is. Like, he's just kind of, he's like, He's he's all over the place. You 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 should just go on there. It's it's pretty pretty good. He uh, maybe he's trying to be like the Rex Chapman of uh, Australian Twitter. Who knows? <laughs> Hope so. Uh, I wouldn't be. I mean, he's one of those guys. I wouldn't be surprised if he played like Australian basketball until he was like forty five. He's probably still playing on a team right now as we speak. Yeah, I mean, uh, the NBL is it's good talent that goes down there. The Warriors have that one guy stashed down. Jessup is it Jessup? Oh I think yeah. Like he to to uh yeah it was last year in the second round and they're like I forgot go, go to europe or go to go to australia <laughs> yeah it's so, great well, good talent out there all right before we let you go cognizant of time here got to get some picks in for week two in the nfl i got three games for you here yeah with the spread last year you went two and one oh. i'm really hoping you can go three and oh we didn't have anyone go three and oh last season isn't that incredible i mean i did, did win my uh pick them tournament last week so i i've had some good picks last week so i think i get you three and oh i'm surprised okay. no one went three and oh though it's only three it's only three games wow nfl yeah, was that lopsided last year or not that lopsided that much parody last year yeah i mean Surprise. if you pick randomly you think i mean because you're doing with the line so technically it's 50 50 you can yeah. you know there's like a 12 percent chance right something like that you do the math itself though. i'm no math major <laughs> like, i didn't go to stanford three and oh what was the numbers behind this yeah <laughs> 
a statistical anomaly. No one went three and zero. All right, let's kick this off. What do, we got here? what do we got here? We got the Raiders plus five and a half at the Steelers. Steelers. Wait. Oh, the Raiders are plus five and a half. Yeah. No, Steelers still. Still Steelers. Najee like their defense. Have, Najee <laughs> Harris is going to have a great game. Great game. That's where it's going to be at. I think. Are you high on the Steelers this year? High on the Steelers this year? No, I'm not. But I just think in Pittsburgh, because they played in Buffalo last week, looked phenomenal as far as, like, defense goes. And, yeah, I mean, the Raiders, like, let's not be honest. Let's be honest. Like, they looked like they were going to lose that game and somehow, you know, came away with the W. But I I think the Steelers just – they're going to start the year 2-0 and then they're going to crash at some point. I just think so. Makes sense. All right, next game. Bengals plus three at the Bears in Chicago. Ooh, that's a tough one. I Joe Burrow led Bengals. Yeah. I mean the Matt Nagy offense doesn't throw past five yards. So uh we're gonna have to, <laughs> we're we're gonna ride with the Bengals on this one. Plus three. Okay. Bengals getting three. You're big on the AFC North here so far. Last game. Detroit plus eleven and a half at Green Bay. Oh, Aaron Rodgers coming off a crushing week one defeat. Now he's now the Green Bay Packers are giving an 11 and a half because Detroit is maybe that terrible. Jared Goff, though, they came back against the Niners late back to recover. So this is a tough one. I know 11 and a half is a lot, too. That's that's a big spread, especially with how bad they looked. Yeah, I'm giving Rodgers like he's like, all right, like we got to I can't go out like six and six or eight and eight, whatever it was it's fucking 17 games now or 17 <laughs> weeks. So it's absurd. So he doesn't want to go out like that. So I think, I think, I think they get this win and they're going to have like an up and down year. The floor looks, I mean, he proved he was a good coach last year or was it? No, the year before too. Yeah. So I, I think, I think they, uh, they cover 11 green Bay. Oh, tough, but yeah, I think that's what happens. It's a lot. It's so a just lot. to recap. You got the Steelers, you got the Bengals, and you got the Packers. And those are locks. Dom is guaranteed it. 3-0. and Now this turned into a sports betting podcast. We like to go in different directions here, Dom. Call the, call, the, call the hotline if you want more. These are the free teasers. <laughs> because Chicago's free. eight, because it's a legal sports state now, you just get these ads constantly on the radio like i listen to sports radio every once in a while and it's just like it's all they that's all they do and i get stuff in the mail too i signed up for one of the barstool things because they were giving away cash and like i don't touch it anymore but like yeah now it's just like i don't know what happened like somehow they got my thing and i get mail and stuff in the mail all the time crazy oh, we're not yeah california hasn't hasn't gone that direction yet but i can't wait make it a little easier <laughs> do we care like- if it's legal though i mean everyone does it already even if it's not legal not really. If you have a Bitcoin wallet, it's been legal for years. Yeah. Or if you just, uh, what was it, Bovada, where you get the uh, the the foreign checks that you have to get the special person. From the <laughs> yeah, from Bank of Canada or something. Yeah. <laughs> always take those in to chase. You try to go to the ATM and they're like, you have to go inside. You go inside, the, the teller is like, what the hell is this? You're like, I don't know. I got family there. You just cash the check, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Classic, classic. Those, yeah, those were the first years out of college. I remember that. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> all right well you got a lot of uh a lot of stuff to take care of there at home so i'm not going to take up any more of your time yeah i gotta walk the dogs baby's down dogs need to be walked gotta make it happen all right thanks matt
Yeah, this has been great, Dom. Awesome catching up. We'll Talk see. You, soon. I, I, oh, you didn't get my prediction on the year. I think I win the league this year, by the way. My team looks pretty solid. So. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask. Sure. <laughs> I think it'd be 0 2 after this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It, it, but, you know, everyone loves a comeback story. So we'll leave All it right. at that. All right. Go, Giants. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Later. <laughs>